it's so much pain to think about the hours and the nights and everything that I tried thinking it would work to generate more money, more clients, more security, more happiness, even more any of those things that were out of alignment. Hello, fellow risk takers, and welcome to my worst investment ever. Stories of loss to keep you winning. In our community, we know that to win in investing, you must take risk, but to win big, you've got to reduce it. Join our community to claim your podcast listener discount on my Valuation Masterclass Bootcamp, where students learn how to value companies like a pro and advance their career. Go to myworstinvestmentever.com to join our community for free. Fellow risk takers, this is your worst podcast host, Andrew Stotts from A. Stotts Academy, and I'm here with featured guests, none other than his wizardry himself, JB the Wizard. JB, are you ready to rock? I'm ready to rock. <laughs> I want to introduce you to the audience, so hold on. Ladies and gentlemen, you may wonder where JB the Wizard comes from. Well, JB the Wizard received his name from his clients when seemingly hard to explain breakthroughs were happening in business when he was simply focusing on the individual. He has a degree in pre-medical exercise physiology. He acted in Hollywood films, television, and theater, is an award-winning director, and now advises CEOs, celebrities, and top salespeople on exactly what to focus on to ensure that every other personal and business dream comes true. JB, take a minute and fill any further tidbits about your life. Thank you so much for sharing that. that. That's exactly right. Alignment is the focus. That's what I help people with. You know, what I notice is that my best clients, they're all doing financially well. They're all doing financially better than everybody else. I work with fighter pilots, celebrities, top salespeople selling over $100 million but they still feel something is missing. Something is nagging. They can't put their finger on it. They know that they're not reaching their full potential, even though everybody else looks at them and kind of thinks they are. So there's a feeling of feeling alone, but they don't feel happy. And it's like they know that if they can just get things in alignment, they could find that happiness button. They can reach their full potential and actually live the life they know they were designed to live. Mm. You know, it's really amazing because uh, we just look at people at the top at the top of celebrities, we look at people, business people, we just look at so many people and we think, wow, they got it all. When in fact, many of them are broken inside. In fact, some of the work that they're doing is compensating for some of the struggles and pain that they're going through. I think Robin, William, Robin Williams is a great example where you, I remember someone said to me many years ago, never compare your insides to other people's outsides. <laughs> that's cool yeah that's I cool just, i feel like you know everybody's trying to keep it together but in reality well that's what this show's about right we fall apart we talk about our right. worst investment ever and then we build back up from that now let me just ask you a question then about the work that you do with them so so kind of what's your secret sauce what is it about what you do with them that can help them to make that breakthrough because i want for the listeners out there maybe jb the wizard could help you yeah so they've all gone to therapy for a long time 
they typically are on some kind of Adderall because of ADED or ADHD, and it just doesn't work. You know, they've tried meditation. They know about manifestation. They're experts in personal development, but it's not. The personal development isn't answering their personal questions. The manifesting is like it's oversimplified, kind of working, kind of not. They know there's more to it. The therapy is like that's not working. They've been doing that for decades. It's not that it's bad. It's just not solving the problem. It's like taking an Advil when you have a headache, when you're actually the headache is being caused by something else. So it's not getting to the core problem. So my secret sauce is that I say this all the time that you already have all the answers. What I do is I ask very good questions. That's that's really all. And so my father always says, if you can convince somebody into something, someone else can convince them out of it. Right. So when we're talking I don't tell the person what to do. I don't tell the person the answer because somebody else can come along and they can listen to some, some other guru and they'll convince them out of it. So all I do is I help them to see the truth. And we get, I get them to a space during a phone call where they can have access to the answers they already have, where there is no way for however many decades they have ever been able to access the answers that already are in their head. If they would have, they would have taken action on them. Mm -hmm. So even when the answers are in front of their face, they're not able to see it. So during a session, I'll just listen. I would say 80% is just me listening. And then maybe three questions. <laughs> you know, It's almost like the guy that comes in and pins on the right thing and gets the machine to work. That's really typically what happens. And then once you ping on that thing, it's just like, <gasps> and something opens up. And then the next step is to take action on what opens up. Mm, that's interesting. And I, I like the idea of it's kind of, it's inside of you. You just need help in identifying it. I know, and you talk about, you know, drugs and other things like that. I know that, when I was younger, I looked for outside things to bring me gratification or whatever. Mm. And, you know, mm. I, got, I got hooked on drugs and I went into rehab at a very young age. And I got sober at the age of 17 and I've been sober ever since. But the lesson, the lesson that I learned at that time, it took me a while. I went through three different rehabs, but that, that alcohol and drugs were not my problem my problem was my what was going on inside of me my feelings and my inability to cope with those feelings and so the only solution to that is ultimately to look inside and to explore and so it's really cool to hear about how you help people do that exploration the answer is not coming from some you know amazing book or whatever it's coming from talking about what's inside, coming to terms with it, and then learning how to cope with some of it that doesn't go away. You know, sometimes our character defects never go away. And also, how do we change ourselves? So exciting. Yeah, taking action is just key. And I find, you know, knowledge is power is a trash quote that I very much dislike. Mm. And so if it were power, I mean, <laughs> everybody would be God, you know, because knowledge is just cheap nowadays, right? So it's so cheap. And even... Like I said, even the personal development space, you know, a lot of my clients, they've gone to Tony Robbins, they've been with Gary Vee, they've gone to these people. And it's like, I believe that all of those guys, because I'm connected with some of them, they, they are super well-meaning and they, they are saying the truth. But if it doesn't connect with the person so that they can take action, it's completely useless. So all I do is connect the dots. I just listen. I listen for overlaps. 
when I notice there are overlaps, that helps me to, to hone in on what that person's alignment is. Once I notice their alignment, it goes, hey, wait a second, is this is this it? And then like, oh my gosh. And they realize who they are, you know, is um, that's where we, how do you say, take action on? Because finding their identity is key, mm. you know? And it's like a lot of times people have been told they're they're not good here or this is bad. And it's like, there isn't a bad. No, it's not that you're not good. This is the spot that is good. Let's focus on that and take action right now. Yeah. My counselor in rehab when I was 17 said to me, because I was just sitting around like a lazy guy, you know, sitting on the sofa and he would always come up to me. He says, they used to call me Andy at that time. He says, Andy, you can't think your way into better action. You need to act your way into better thinking. Now, what are you going to do? I was like, oh. <laughs> so, and Mike Matoni was his name. He was my counselor. He later became the head of the treatment center, and he still is today. And he was episode eight of this podcast. Aw. Whoa, episode, how cool. Yeah, we're now in episode 440. But Mike was episode eight, and he, he talked about stop investing in relationships just for convenience. But he talked about relationships as his worst investment ever. Well, and now... It's time to share your worst investment ever. And since no one goes into their worst investment thinking it will be, tell us a bit about the circumstances leading up to it and then tell us your story. Sure. You know, when it comes to the worst investment, I was, I was actually talking about this today and with my wife. And there are, the way I would say it is, there are a lot of topics that I know. I, I study a lot of things. I learn very well. I know several languages. And I love learning. And so whether it's the tax code or whether it's, you know, this kind of investment or, you know, what's happening in these different areas, that, that takes and it costs time. And one of the major things I say is time is very expensive and money is very cheap. So along the way, you know, my degree is in excess physiology and I've been an entrepreneur my entire life. So they've always been my own businesses. And oh my gosh, I have, I, my, my family, I've got six children now. You know, my, my sixth one, she's just seven months old. She's so awesome and fun, but um, they're all great and fun, but we all have a good time with her. But the, um, in that journey of being an entrepreneur or living your alignment, right? of having control of yourself and what it is that you're doing, there is typically a focus on money. And I say money's great. I'm not, I'm not the, even though I look kind of hippie-ish, I'm not the side that says, no, money's not important. I say, no, make tons of money. And also you need to be very happy. I like to get people, both of them, you know, typically there's like either or, and I'm not into that. I'm very much into both. So along the way though, I did a very good job at staying positive and I'm generally, let's say a happy guy. My sister says I started my self-development since I was 11. My wife says since I was six. So that's my area. So when it comes to alignment, it's decades of work, right? But still there was always this, how can I get more clients? How can I, you know, make more money? You know, what kind of marketing do I need to do? Who, who do I need to study? And I spent so many years, like 14 plus years studying everything. So I 
I mean, I know about all kinds of online marketing, squeeze pages, landing pages, web price, you know, all of that stuff. And technically, those could be perceived as skills. And um, maybe they are. But one of the things I was talking about today to my wife, as I said to her, you know, all of the time, because while you're learning that, you're pretty anxious could be the word, right? Because you're wanting to make more money some other kind of way. And even though my clients make great money in a different way, they know they could be making more. So they're still looking for other ways to make more money, whether typically they're wanting to leave the job they're at and start something on their own, right? That's the typical thing because they want to be in control and their boss and everybody above them are basically idiots in their eyes. And they're like, you know, they, they could be doing better. But that being said, I was talking to my wife today and I said, you know, the amount of money that my clients pay me and the area they pay for me, what they're actually paying for is not my Facebook marketing skills. It's not my squeeze page. It's not any of that. It's literally happiness. (laughs) It's literally mental freedom. Mm. Literally, that, that is why they're coming. They're not saying, JB, where can I invest? They've got people for that. They've got a coach for this. They've got that, whatever. This is why they're coming. People will call me from their private island. They have their chef. And they're saying, JB, something is slightly off. I don't know what to do. And I feel like, you know, that they're feeling not good. They're feeling not happy. So when I was thinking about that today, I was like, you know, if I would just continue to focus fully, fully, on this the self-awareness that I have, the development that I have, the alignment that I know and what I study and pay attention to with it when it comes to human behavior, which I love. And then this happiness, just focusing on that, which is like that is and something came to me a few weeks ago at this point, maybe two weeks ago, and it said, what you're focusing sounds a little bit whatever, but I was just coming downstairs at night and ideas come to me then. Maybe it's when I write stories and things like that. And I said, what you're focusing on is coming. What you focus on is coming. And that's something that you could say to anybody else listening to this too. What you focus on is coming. And happiness popped in my head. And now technically I am more happy than most. Just like my clients, they make more money than most, you know? So that's why, that's why people come to me. But I hit this very, a higher level than I had even attained before. And it just, there were even more things that started just cracking open in an amazing way. And I was like, whoa, And the thought I had is just continually focusing on that alone will generate and is generating more income than all of these other opportunities and other things to focus on. And the interesting thing that happened along the way is after many decades, I mean, just a long time, you know, and that, that, that is why I focus on alignment for people. Because if I were to think, <laughs> this happened the other day where some, I think something burned me and I started laughing and my son, one of my sons said, you laugh when it hurts really bad, you know? And right now this laughter is because of a ton of pain. <laughs> like mm. I can't, it's just, it's so much pain to think about the hours and the nights and everything that I tried thinking it would work to generate more money, more clients, more security, more 
happiness even more, any of those things that were out of alignment. And that's why I even, that's why I painfully talk about alignment. And I say, guys, for real, that is for real all that matters. It's literally it because there's so many ideas that I've tried. <laughs> pain again. <laughs> there's so many really triggers of pain. There's so, and I mean, when I talk about this, I mean, I would, um, you know, make phone calls for hours every single day. I would, uh, you know, spend hours uh, building out websites and writing this copy because I studied copy and copywriting and strategy, everything. And I like it, but it's, I would, it's, that's not my alignment. I'm not a copywriter. I can write copy, but I'm not a copywriter. People aren't paying me for that, you know? And so that amount of time you're tweaking things and it's not working and you're tweaking again. Now, the good news is I don't ever give up, which is why I am where I am now. Mm. So that's the good news. And a lot of times when I, you know, when I look at something that I've accomplished or something else opens up the first, usually the first or second feeling I get is one where I'm just like, Oh my God, I have, I have to think about how I can teach that to my clients or teach that to somebody else because I, it's so impossible what I just did and painful. But if you don't do that, you can't get to where you want to go. So I call it the bravery muscle in, in mm. my book. So I have a very, very strong bravery muscle. And I noticed that in my clients as well. But um, I just think about all of, all of the, the time and the hope thinking this will be it. This is gonna work. <laughs> that hurts yeah. so bad. And then you have these lows. And we talk about lows. Any well, any at a certain level, successful person you speak with and that that I'm around, man, we've I've got we've got evicted. No, definitely no money. Now, when I say no money, I mean no money. Not like, you know, like it's funny now, you know, where things are, but like back then, no money meant for real, no money. Like I remember we had to look through couch cushions for quarters in order to pay tolls to get to something that would be a client. And then, and then once I found the quarter or 50 cents and it had gas, which is crazy, didn't get the gig because I was an actor too. Right. So there's, that was a whole, that was a whole thing. So just, you can just, you don't have to imagine. I'll, I'll tell you this pain. So you keep on doing these things, thinking it'll work because it makes sense. That's the thing that sucks that I tell people. Any and everything makes money. Everything. I mean, I help people be happy. I mean, that's pretty esoteric. That's not. A, I'm not like, you know, carving you know my pipe or something like that, right? You know, and skateboarding makes money. Like everything, making this jar makes tons of money, and so it's like. You don't need, that's not the way to make the money because it's so, it's everything can do it. The only way to make the money, the only way to truly be secure, the only way to feel like you're living a life where you feel happy or fulfilled and want to wake up is when you're in alignment with yourself, with what you wear. This is all part of my wizard wear clothing line. Yeah. My children made all these jewelry. So all of these had like, you know, happy and my wife made this, she made everything. Well, she made all of this. So the only way is the alignment from that space. You're going to be in a heightened state. And Harvard university talks about when we're in a heightened state, you have access to 10% more of your intelligence. Mm -hmm. So you can see how scientifically, remember my degree is pre-med exercise physiology. You can see how scientifically it ends up bringing you to the place where you can access your own answers, but you can't do that when you're out of alignment. Yeah. Right. 
So I, mm. I only got to realizing the alignment thing oh, after decades. I mean, just because I was doing better than most. I was more popular than most. I was on television. You know, I was doing all these things better than most, which is yeah. like all, all my clients too. But it wasn't my full potential. Mm. Right? So, and when it's when it's not your full potential, it hurts in a way that I would say almost no one understands, which is why I like to work with those people, these top people, these celebrities, CEOs, because I believe that they're alone and no one gets it mm. and no one's helping them. I don't think anybody, they don't, they don't understand the pain because the reason it's so lonely is they're expected to be okay. So who are you going to talk to? They're not, it's not okay. Yeah. And then what happens within themselves is they don't understand why it doesn't feel good, why it doesn't feel okay. That's painful. Mm. And then you get to the spot where you have this numbness where it's like, what's my next goal? Why would I even have a next goal? What's the point? Because I already hit that goal and that didn't feel, and it gets confusing. Yep. And then you feel lost and then mm. you feel alone and then it's just this bad thing. You know, so, so so how how would you describe the lessons that you've learned from all of this? I mean, you've described a, a lot of stuff, but how would you summarize that? Yeah, I would summarize it that the for me for sure, for sure, the only thing that matters is alignment. And what that looks like is that obviously this where we get to this level, what you wear, how you speak, who you work with, I don't just work with anybody, right? Time is expensive and money is cheap. So I don't care how much money somebody offers me. If they're not a fit, they're not a fit because time's mm. expensive, right? It's way more expensive than money. <laughs> so I would say, yeah, the thing to think about, to focus on that nagging feeling when you're feeling like something is missing, it's, it's alignment. And what does alignment mean? It means tapping into your purpose for why you are here in the first place because you are here for a reason and you already know it. Because my clients know they, they have these gigantic visions in their mind because that's what's supposed to be happening. Those visions don't come from nowhere, but they don't know the steps to take to get there. So what, ha what, what happens is a little bit like the point of your podcast. You said it earlier when you said, you know, we all basically make mistakes, but you want to make less of those mistakes. Hmm. What ends up happening, Steve Jobs talked about this, but you end up having to say no to a lot of things. It's obviously, it could be friends, family, what you're doing, though, where you're, you know, investing your time or money, where you're going, what you're focusing on. And the challenging thing is even once you've figured out, let's say, the business you're working on, there's still a hundred different things within that that might be in your alignment that you've got to say no to 90% of those things in order to keep things moving forward. Just say no. Just say <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Nancy Reagan said. So That's right. maybe I'll summarize what I took away from what sure. you're describing. I mean, first thing is, I think that for the listeners out there, I think we all feel the struggle of marketing. Marketing is much harder and selling is just much harder than what it appears for me, at least. So I can relate with that, trying a lot of different things. I also want to talk about one of my mentors, a guy named Dr. Deming, and he was kind of the father of the quality movement and he said something that really, really sounds strange these days. He said, basically, don't focus on your competitors, focus on your customer. And that goes against what a lot of people are doing these days because they're benchmarking, Do, does our product have this and that compared to our competitor? Do we do this and that? 
And they literally in the corporate world are now rewarding people from being able to say, I do, you know, we do this, we do that compared to our competitor. And his point was, you know, by focusing exclusively on your customer, you know, you discover their needs and their wants, and then you are able to serve those. And a great example of that is really Amazon. I mean, they really did not build their business around, hey, we want to check the boxes that we're doing the same thing that Borders is doing, but a little bit better or something like that. You know, so I think that that, that my takeaway there is just the idea that part of alignment when it comes to, and I'll say part of attracting customers rather than trying to do marketing, you know, is making sure that you're understanding the needs of your clients and you're providing the services and the support those needs. And once you do that, I don't think there's any more better, there's no better marketing than that. I mean, I have a, in my valuation masterclass bootcamp, one of the many different courses that I teach, we just finished the last, the latest six week group of about 20 students. And last Ooh. night, last night I was in my bed on Facebook and up popped a Facebook live of one of my students. And what it was, was six of my students did a Facebook live talking about what they gained from the experience. Hmm. And they talked for an hour about what they gain and how they gain much more than just finance and valuation. Because I do one-on-ones with each of my students and they said, you know, I, I was able to set my career path and I really was able to, you know, do all that. And I was just like literally almost in tears last night, you know, listen to it. Mm. But it, what it made me realize, I didn't ask them to do that. They voluntarily did that. They went out. And this morning when I woke up, I have a new customer. Oh, wow. Beautiful. Wow. It just just shows you uh, serve your client to the extreme. Give them everything you possibly can, you know, and, and build on that as your ultimate marketing machine and i i just i've never had someone come on the show and say look i tried all these different marketing things i tried to do it all right but in the end you know a lot of people say i finally figured it out and i got my a b testing right but you know the idea in some ways is like that's not that's not the only journey to customer success so anything you'd add to that yeah i mean i i just i just saw tonight there was a a testimonial so i was on another podcast that's pretty big and then this guy one of my clients he he went on there and he just today and this is i don't know a year or two ago he said working with the wizard has, was the number one investment of my speaking of investment right investment of my entire life i'll do it again in a heartbeat and you know it's not cheap at all to work with me and for him to say that it took a lot you know too but he did and this is years after you know, and then I had another and, and I didn't obviously ask him to say I didn't ask him to say it publicly or anything like that. And it was just it's just like, whoa. And, you know, when I go in to work with a client, you know, it's on the phone. You know what I eat, what I drink, what I think, what I look at is all very calculated. Mm. My children know the whole thing. And I prepare for the person emotionally and you know energetically and all that stuff you know hours before you typically a day before and then when i'm there are you kidding me that's the only place i am baby that's the only place i am i'm there right Mm -hmm. and that's and the thing is when it's your alignment 
it doesn't take discipline. That's another thing I don't know. And I, I've, I've been a martial artist since I was six. I grew up military. My father was 21 years in service and everything. So it's like I come, according to the eyes of most, from a highly disciplined family. But discipline is a very inefficient form of energy. You can use it as salt, but it is not the main meal. And so when you have your alignment, there are these behaviors that come naturally. These are be, these behaviors are so for, for me to be present during a call with a client, that's me, right? Yeah. So you really want to build that company, that business, your endeavors, your life, everything around who you really are. You understand? Like you understand what yeah. I'm saying? So many times people are building things that are not who they are. That's literally not possible without something cracking. The money could work, but your emotions will crack. This will work, but your family will break. Blah blah. Is something's gonna break? The only way to do it in a powerful, sincerely stable way is, is when you build it off of you, once you understand who you are and it's an alignment. So let's think about that young man or woman listening right now. And mm-hmm. they're struggling. They're mm-hmm. reading books about marketing sales or trying to get out there with their product or service and all that. They're, they're very much struggling with that. And I want you to think about that person because that, that's part of what you described of where you were at. Based mm-hmm. upon what you learned from this story and what you continue to learn, what one action would you recommend that person take to avoid suffering the same fate? Right. You already know the answer. I'm talking to the young person. You already, same thing I say to all of my children. My clients are up 50 plus. I say the same thing to them. Say that I say to my, my children who range from seven months old to 13. You already have the answer. You know who you are. That is what you want to take action on and towards. That's, that's, it's really it. Now there are some tips and tricks to get there. One very helpful thing is for example, I probably that right there. That's my skateboard. Mm. Yeah. That's my skateboard there. And skateboarding for me is, um, that's my thing that connected me when, you know, when I was a kid and everybody's got their thing. I have candle making here. I do candle making too, but there's something that you do. Okay. There's something that you enjoy. There's something, some people call them hobbies. I don't like that because there's different connotations that come up with, with that, but that helps you to get in what some people might call your zone if you like, and that can help you to remember part of who you are, help you to. A lot of people emphasize meditation. This 90% of people don't have no idea how to do it anyways. So that skateboarding for me is that some of my clients, it's archery. Some of my clients, it's fishing. Some of them, it's literally watching an episode of, I don't know, some sort of TV episode or something like that. It does something in the mind. That's what we need. And there are studies yet again, I'm going to look at the medical stuff where this form of meditation, the typical one that's taught helps with linear solutions. So for example, Mm -hmm. two plus two equals four, right? But they do not help with nonlinear. All life problems are not linear, which means that's not going to help you to solve a problem. You've got to go to this one to get into the zone. So Mm -hmm. for the young person, you, you know who you are, you know what you care about, you know what you're great at. Your biggest challenge is going to be saying no to anything else that's not that which means living your life for your parents living your life for your girlfriend living your life for your spouse living your life for your children don't do that because something will break in a couple of decades and you're gonna have to come to me i'm trying to save you time right now (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) we'll do that (laughs) it's a great it's a great reminder you know what is it that's that's not that's not really aligned you know that's not 
the thing. And I think, I, you know, it makes me think about that. So last question, yeah. what is your number one goal for the next 12 months? Sure, sure. My number one goal, there's like, there's two. I'll say like this. There is, over the past year, I really limited how many people I was working with. So my goal this year is to work with, I believe it's eight people per month. I usually limit it to two, mm. maybe three, if you like, especially on one-on-one basis. But my goal is is eight per month because I've seen that the level of people I'm working with, there's a trickle effect. Yep. And it's so powerful. And they go on to these other podcasts and, and they, they talk about what, just the same thing that happened with you, yep. where they got, and they did a live, Right. So if I could 4X that, four times that, which I will, four, I will hit this goal because <laughs> I've decided to, that, that's the goal right there because that's going to really quadruple, yeah, our impact and our reach, which is awesome. gigantic. Awesome. Well, listeners, there you have it. Another story of loss to keep you winning. My number one goal for the next 12 months is to help you, my listener, reduce risk and increase return in your life. To achieve this, I've created our community at MyWorstInvestmentEver.com. And when you join, you get that special discount to my Valuation Masterclass Boot Camp. (laughs) As we conclude, JB, I want to thank you again for coming on the show. And on behalf of ASTOTS Academy, I hereby award you alumni status for turning your worst investment ever into your best teaching moment. Do you have any parting words for the audience? You already have the answers. Perfect. And that's a wrap on another great story to help us create, grow, and protect our wealth and our health. Fellow risk takers, this is your worst podcast host, Andrew Stott, saying, I'll see you on the upside.